All right, um, it's another week and another episode of the Itty Bitty Podcast. Uh, this show, uh, my guest is going to be a buddy of mine. His name's Mike Lick, and he's launching a brand of surf clothing. Um, so surf gear like t-shirts and stuff. Um, it's called Swell Surf Company. So we had a good time. We sat down and talked for quite a while. Um, got a little stony there um, throughout the podcast, so I apologize if we kind of go off topic or go all over the place, but that's kind of the point of the show. Um, but remember, this is not a podcast about surfing. This is the itty bitty podcast. It's anything but, and it starts now. Welcome to the itty bitty podcast. What's up, Mike? What's going on, Perry? You ready to podcast? Oh, I'm so ready to podcast. I'm actually uh, <laughs> splitting up a swisher suite right now. Ooh, that's always a good way to get a podcast going. It is. It is. It is. So let's talk before we forget. Before, since we're about to get faded, let's just get right into talking about. Oh your no! Company. This is, this is purely medicinal. Oh, okay. uh, I do not get faded. No, oh, that's, okay. that's a dirty Shit. lie. That's a dirty Shit, lie. My bad. I didn't mean to put you on blast. Like no, it's all seconds. good. I, I, I've used at least seven marijuanas in my life before, <laughs> um, so I think I'm getting pretty good at getting it. used to it? I'm, I think I'm getting used to it, yeah. Um, so let's talk about Swell. Swell Surf Company. It is the current uh, labor of my artistic love right now. I, uh, I learned in my early 20s when you start a lifestyle based upon, or sorry, a business based upon your lifestyle, uh, it feels like you're not working. And it makes everything pretty much a write-off because you're, you know, you're working in, in the normal places that you were. Um, I owned a apparel line in my early 20s, uh, learned a lot, lost a lot because of it, and uh, now I'm a little bit older, a little bit wiser, I like to think. And uh, I've been surfing for about 14 years now. It completely, completely changed my life, made me a better, better, better person. And uh, completely fell in love with the lifestyle and the sport and everything that is surfing. And uh, I feel it's my time to start giving back to it. So we'll talk more about the surfing aspect in a minute. But you said giving back. Um, you had a cool video that you put out recently. I saw it. What was that about? Do you know which one I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, that was uh, just a, a pre-launch video. You know, we've uh, we've this is actually the third year that we have tried to launch, uh, but because of unforeseen factors, and by that I mean um, screen printers that take on jobs and say they can do it, take your money, and then completely ruin all of your product and make you start again. Um, you know, we we live in a, a very small rural area you know we, it's a beach town but uh there are a handful of businesses out here uh, and I, I completely believe in everything being local uh, made everything swell surf company does made in the usa not only do i want it made in the usa but you know i want it in my local economy and so i took a chance on some smaller printers uh, but they you know, they accepted the the gig. So it, it's, it's been a huge, huge labor of love. So there's been several pre-launches that have gone. And uh, just wanted to let people know that this time it's everything is good. We've taken care of every weird variable that could have possibly happened. Uh, and we were launching. So it was just a, a little thing for the, the fans of Swell Surf Company that... Uh, 
one sec. Hey, you got to kill that. We can edit that out. That's fine. Um, so yeah, it was just a, you know, a little teaser for the fans that have uh, been following along with the uh, Swell Surf Company. Let them know that we're actually uh, going to be But what were you doing? You're, being, you're trying to be like humble brag right now. Oh, yeah. You know, just, you're doing something cool. I, I was doing something cool. Now, are you referring to the cleaning up the environment video? Yeah. Okay, because they're both cool videos. Oh, I didn't, I, that's, I didn't see the other one. I just saw the, first, the oh, cleaning up the beach. After, cleaning the up the beach. July. Well, you, that's, okay, that's the important one. The other one is very cool because uh, we got into some really neat uh, camera angles, got the mouth mount for the GoPro. And, you know, it, it was just, it was very well done. Uh, best, best little video commercial that we've done. But yeah, uh, so I love fireworks. You know, I, I love the 4th of July. I love what it represents. Um, and what I don't love is every 5th of July, when you're in a beach town, the beach is completely covered in litter mm -hmm. from the fireworks. Um, and so I go down every year and I help clean up. And I went down this year, and I got to say, the people, just the regular people, even before the cleanup crew, because uh, an organization comes out here mm. and it takes part in it. I actually came in after the organization. Um, they let me use some, you know, picker uppers and, and bags and things. But uh, uh, the people did a really good job this year of just picking up their own fireworks. Mm. I was really, really impressed. Like I, I was expecting to come down to the beach and just see Armageddon, because you know, right. it, it's America's good. You know, America's really good right now. You know. Um, people are happy, you know, even though there's some, you know, divisiveness in the media and the, and the politics games that, that people play, people are happy. The economy is, is thriving, you know, so that translates into more fireworks and more fuck yeah for American blown shit up. I mean, that's what we do. But I was really, really impressed with it. So uh, I'm glad out of the two videos that you saw, you saw the one that had meaning. Right. Uh, definitely more people uh, paid attention to and watched the really cool surf video uh, for launch. But uh, I, my favorite video that I have done was that because it was real. There's no filters. Right. There's no editing. You know, it was me holding my cell, my cell phone on selfie mode and had my bag of, uh, for my fireworks and my, my picker uppers. And uh, it felt good. It, it really, really did. And I wasn't out there for that many hours because right. of how good just the community did. So right. shout out to everybody this year for picking up your fireworks. It's appreciated. You see those videos on Instagram, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, Instagram, Swell Surf Company. Okay. Um, also Facebook. Facebook as well. Uh, same thing. Swell organic surf company. Right that's organic plugs. That, that's, it's all about that organic and that hydro. <laughs> I'm trying to learn. <laughs> is that one of your shirts that you're wearing? This actually is one of my shirts. This right. is this is one of my oh, favorite yeah, my favorite designs here. Yep. Should have just read it. But yep. yeah, surf to death. So skaters have skater die, mm -hmm. right? Well, that that means when you die, you can't skate anymore, and that's yeah. lame. Okay, we're gonna surf to death. And then even after death, we're going to keep surfing. You know, if you think about it, everything is a wave. Everything. Lights, sound, particles. Everything is a wave okay. at, at one point in time. And everything is riding that wave, whether it's the sound riding that wave. And so surfing is, is no different at all. And once you, once you connect with surfing, you'll, you'll see that. Uh, it's not a sport. It, it's, I, I, I do board sports. I, I skate. Uh, as, you know, as you can see, I... I snowboard if, if there's a board involved in it and it involves gravity pulling you down i do it. it and i love it. it it's great stuff but surfing it's this is surfing you connect with the wave okay and life energy god whatever you want to call this crazy thing we're in 
completely humbles you and says, you are completely meaningless, you have no power, your ego means nothing. But at that same time that it it completely breaks you down to your core, it then lifts you up and says, I'm going to hold you up because you're the most important thing ever. (laughs) And that's what surfing is to me and to anyone. I've never met anyone who has put it that way. But once I've explained it, I've never met anyone who didn't completely agree that that, that's why they surf. Yeah, I mean, that's why I don't surf because... (laughs) You don't want to change your life? No, not that I don't want to change my life. It's just that like... Uh, I just don't really fuck with the ocean, man. I mean, I do like I like to go to the beach and I like to go in, you know, up to my knees. But I've just there's too many sharks. Oh, too many sharks. So man. it's funny you bring up sharks. I'm a pussy. The reason, the reason um, that I surf was to get over my unhealthy fear of sea creatures. So I'm I'm 41. Just turned 41 on Friday, July 19th, depending on when the when this airs, um, and Happy. when. Early birthday? No, late. It was just the nineteenth. Okay, I you got you get some is, good, you get some good weed, bro. I, what day I need is. to find out Happy what story you get birthday. to. There you go, brother. There you go. So, in the very early eighties, uh, very very early eighties, I was three, and my parents let me watch Jaws. Mm. Well, Jaws, great movie. Shout out to everyone that worked on it. Great film, but that movie committed a genocide on the predatory animal that keeps the ecosystem right. of the ocean going. It also put unhealthy fears in people to the point of, I went to Hawaii when I was five mm. and I wanted to go play in the water. And it was clear, completely clear. You could see there's nothing in it. I mean, it was the most amazing thing. Couldn't even see fish in it because it was, it was you know very shallow. And I wouldn't go in because Jaws kept replaying in my brain. And I didn't just watch it once. I watched this several times. My dad owned it on VHS. And so, like, they indoctrinated this into me. And so I uh, wouldn't go in. And my parents tried to bribe me. And they said, we'll buy you anything you want. And that day when I was leaving the hotel, hotel gift shop had a little diver, a plastic diver toy, maybe 12 inches long. You know, at that age, it looked 50 feet long, but in you know, retrospect, it was probably a foot long. And you put baking soda in his scuba tank and he will bubble and swim and go through any water. Right. I wanted that toy more than anything in life. That, <laughs> that toy was the first time I ever remember going, there's something outside of me and I need to bring it to right. me. It was like a life-changing moment. I wouldn't even go in for that toy in clear Hawaii because of the sharks. And so I grew up in NorCal and I grew up skimboarding, grew up boogie boarding. Um, and there wasn't much fear there, you know, cause I was a little kid on the shore doing these little shore breaks and skimboardings on the, the hydrodynamics of the one inch water of, of the ebb and flow. Right. So nothing is, is gonna eat me there. And I started surfing maybe 14 years ago cause I realized that I needed to start surfing and what was holding me back was my fear of sea creatures right. like i think there's monsters in lakes if a pool's so deep wait, enough like all sea creatures or just sharks so you said sea creatures well it started with that and then it turned into you know seeing nature shows and there's some big scary things and they all want to eat me i taste good according to the discovery channel you ever watch uh blue planet when they they go to yeah. like below and there's like a lake in the bottom of the ocean and shit and all those glow in the dark creatures okay that's what i'm talking about they those are in big pools like i am traumatized that's i as got close as i, I got ptsd <laughs> can we sue the makers of jaws over this like ptsd know, maybe it's it's it, you know it's that generation where you can sue over dumb shit that I'm happened sure, in yeah. the past maybe Probably we could, could get paid 
I'm sure you could. We could fund this podcast and Swell Surf Company off of this. Oh, this is gonna we be, should do it. This is going to be We good. already have a presidential candidate, like I told you. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Tony, yeah, I'm this all... This will already be... A, the, the, the cat will already be out of the bag. That's, I'm, that's I'm episode all for this. one. So. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for this. Uh, I, you, I'll vote for Tony Hawk. Did you Hawk. hear the slogan, though? What's the I didn't come up with it. Carson what, what came up it? with it. Make America skate again. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, Oh, I was okay. like, yeah, that's a good TM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I, okay. I had the same reaction. And just real quick on that. Yeah. America's always been great. Yeah. And let's keep making it greater. Yeah. We got to get back to what we were talking about. I'm sorry. I got a sidetrack. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the ocean, your fear of, uh, of underwater creatures. Yeah. So in my early 20s, I learned that if you start conquering your unhealthy fears, it'll change your life. Um, used to have a fear of needles, uh, started getting tattoos and body piercings and became a body piercer, which turned me into being an EMT and just several things like that of, of my fears. I went and conquered and it changed the world, allowed me to travel, allowed me to grow, make money. And it got to the point where my last fear, uh, was, you know, this, this surfing thing. And because of the sea creatures and I couldn't allow this to happen. I couldn't allow some outside unforeseen force that is uncontrollable to control what I want to do. You ever hear the, I think it's Jimmy Iovine, the, the dude who's like the producers with Jock, Dr. Dre. I don't know if he's a yeah, producer, yeah, but, yeah. but so he, he, I think it's on a, one of the Dr. Dre songs, but he says, uh, fear is a powerful thing. It can be, he, I'm going to fuck it up, but it can either be used to stand behind you and push you or stand in front of you and stand in your way. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, that's it. That, I mean, that's it. That, that's, that is. I've had a couple failed businesses, so I'd like. I know. Now, so this is the thing. A failed business is only a failed business if you didn't learn anything from it. That's the thing I learned. So these weren't failed businesses. These were the businesses that you needed to run to learn this stuff. You know, I I didn't want to do it. I didn't go to, I went to public school. I didn't have any mentors. You know, I wasn't in the Big Brother program. You know, that latchkey kid growing up in the 80s. Dad wasn't there, you know, that that sob story. And so I kind of was left to my own you know, my own accord. Um, <laughs> that's a good sound. That's <laughs> oh, fine. It's that's what we, that's what we get for being healthy. Yeah, right. You try to drink this water and it just messes up the podcast. I know, what the fuck, whatever. It's all right. Yeah, so we'll, we, we keep getting on these tangents, uh, but we got this uh, really good uh, we'll Swisher Sweet twisted up here, so I think this will work for us. Um, so yeah, sea creatures, they're scary. Um, I'm trying to get over my fear of them. Uh, I, every time I go in the ocean, I get a little less fearful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do surf at a spot that is pretty much as shark-free as you can get. Uh, where I live here in Westport, Washington, we surf at a place called the Jetty because it's the Jetty built by the Army Corps of Engineers. Uh, and it just it created an amazing wave pattern. It just made this great surf uh, spot. We actually have a, a sanctioned surf event here every year. It's the most reliable spot you know, in Westport. Um, and it's a fishing town. And so there's a fishing channel. And so they're dropping chum and all sorts of things off the boat. Mm, so the sharks follow right, the boat. Right. You know, and this is a beach break that will get double overheaders on the right day, not because God and nature made it that way, but because the Army Corps engineers need to build a jetty for the shipping channel. And so mm. it's, it's, there's no grass, there's no right. rocks, there's no little life all the way up the chain to the, to the sharks. And uh, it's one of the reasons I surf there. I love surfing at Indian Beach in, um, in uh, Cannon Beach, Oregon. Uh, but a few years ago, a trauma nurse got bit by a shark there, a trauma nurse. Mm. You know, you want to get bit by a shark, find out a trauma nurse is like there right. surfing with you. But when the trauma nurse is the first one right. that gets bit, there's no hope. 
you're screwed. You're just absolutely. So I got a quick, the reason I asked you about sea creatures is because when we went on our honeymoon, we went to Costa Rica Mm -hmm. and the last day we were there, we took a catamaran ride and it takes you out to this island and you can jump in. It's super clear. They give you uh, the snorkel and shit. I can't see anything without my glasses. I'm, I turn into, uh, what's her name, Velma from, from Scooby-Doo. I'm like, jinkies, I can't see shit without my glasses. Janky, what kind of sea monster is that? <laughs> so we met these ladies on the boat, and they were like, I shit you not, we have a picture. We took a selfie. We didn't even see until after. In the selfie, we're looking, and it's me and my wife, and then it's these ladies that we were partying with. It was one of their birthdays. It was these middle-aged black ladies, and they were like the real housewives of Atlanta. They're all taking individual selfies in different poses and shit behind us in our in our selfie as I'm talking shit. But they were awesome, so we were partying with them, and we go to get off the boat and uh, and sorry, ash in the blunt. Uh, <laughs> go to get off the boat, and she one of them goes in first, and I can't see shit without my glasses, so I put my snorkel on. And I get in, and she jumps in and immediately starts screaming. She's like, there's a snake. There's a snake. So I look under. I can't see any snake. Nobody else sees a snake. Oh, I thought you were going to say, then you pulled your pants up. No. No, No, but I got out of the water immediately. Um, Nobody believed her. I believed her immediately. I was like, no, I I know you wouldn't steer me wrong. So I got out of the water, and uh, we ended up taking like a boat. He took us on the boat across the thing to Mm -hmm. get in there. Um. Nobody believed her. I believed her. At the end, another couple had taken a picture of it. So the water snake actually existed. And of so course, is this like a water moccasin like we have here? I don't, or it do was they in ha- Costa Rica. It was like a crazy, it just looked like a real, like a snake, like a python almost. Oh, that's creepy. And that was the first thing she saw. But her, her dramatic re-telling, retelling of it was. So you're crazy. underwater. Everything's a blur. I can't see shit. All yeah. of a sudden, this lady snake. is here just yelling snake and i believe her yeah because why why would you make why up would snake she lie? Yeah. yeah why would you make yeah. up snake that's not and i'm like i know water snakes are a thing yeah like did you go on vacation to ruin yeah. other people's yeah. vacation i was like i can't see anything anyway like this is i'm not going to be missing anything i'll swim in the water you know for a minute and then you know it was fine so but. did you see surfers in costa rica were you on were i didn't know we took the jet skis out like the first day that we got there um you got it we yeah were they the sit down type or the stand up well we did what like we read all the reviews and it's like don't go to one of the dudes on the beach not one of the dudes just don't buy stuff from dudes on the beach and he gave us a cheaper price and it was the same jet ski like just a different jet ski but he goes don't go this way points right this way points left and then you're good i'm like okay that's the only instructions you have like how much gas do i have oh just be back here in like an hour okay so we just take off, you know, we get out into the middle of the ocean. Do these we, things have gas gauges on them? They do, but I mean, I don't know how much I would trust it. Um, yeah. It's in Costa Rica and we got it from a dude on the beach. So <laughs> And you did go against the Yelp reviews. Yeah, they said not to, but, you know, in our defense, he was really nice and cheaper. So we keep going, we go out to the middle of the ocean and we're both getting scared. We're like, he's like, yeah, there's a rock that looks like a monkey skull. You can go out to that and see it. And I'm like, I don't see this rock. I'm like, I'm not going to continue to, I can't see the resort anymore. And then we see these two ladies on a jet ski and they tell Wait, us- Wait, like you lost the horizon? Not really lost the horizon. It was kind of a bay. So okay, like okay, as long so as you, like you, but we didn't want to go too far if yeah. this thing died. But so you would have found land. You weren't, yeah, weren't going we to be talking to We would have been volleyball. in like Nicaragua, which is like not good. Well, hey, if you need a bunch of cocaine, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, we were like that close to, like he was like, oh, right there's Nicaragua. Don't go like onto that beach, but you could go in this whole bay. So we were like right there. And so we 
come across this, this, these two ladies on a jet ski and they're like, yeah, we were out here riding and uh, her jet ski died. And so she had to jump on with her girlfriend onto the jet ski. Did they rent from the same gentleman? No, they got it from the hotel. Oh, so they, oh. So they got it from the hotel. So I'll actually give the guy a plug because I ended up buying him a bottle of Johnny Walker. I think we're on the Pacific side. If you're on the Pacific side, his name's Minor, tours your way. But he was fucking awesome. So we get the jet skis back. We, we shepherd these guys back to the resort because they didn't know how to get back. So we get them back there, drop the jet ski off. The guy's like, here's my card, you know, your way tours, whatever, whatever, you know. So we're like, can we set something up with you right now for, you know, tomorrow? Take us on some tours. Yeah, we'll go find some monkeys, some sloths, you know, get some food. So he picks us up in Wait, the morning. Wait, did you get to see a sloth? Mm-hmm. What? In a really cool way, though. So he took us to the raid force, but first he, he, was, he picks us up outside the resort um, we get in, you know, he's kind of cool. He, I think I told you the joke I made. He was like, uh, he was trying to fuck with me. I asked him about Jaguars and, uh, this was like right early on in the beginning. I was like, Oh, they're going to be Jaguars. He's like, yeah, but they only eat Americans. And I was like, well, you're Central American, man. You're in the same, you're just as fucked as I am, buddy. <laughs> How do you react to that? It's, he thought it was funny. He started laughing. So then we like, from then on, we kind of had rapport. And so he stopped and got us empanadas right off the bat from his buddy on the side of the road. Um, so we got some authentic food. And then was, as we're driving, he tells us that we're coming up to uh, the U.S. Embassy. And so we're looking, I'm like, oh, cool, let's check it out. And as we are pulling up, he's like, okay. And he points to the McDonald's. He goes, there's the U.S. Embassy. I'm like, oh, you got jokes, man. So he was cool. He took us into the, like, took us into the woods. He, on the last day, I bought him a bottle of Johnny Walker because he was, he went and got me weed. Like, he hooked it up, gave me a Cuban cigar. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tell me about this marijuana. The marijuana? So that was a little sketch, not sketch, but like. I asked him to get me some bud. I was like, hey, but once I was comfortable, we started talking about weed. And I was like, so do you think you could get me some? Like if, if, I, if you needed to, I don't mm-hmm. want to get him in trouble though. Um, but whatever. He was cool. Um, his name was Steve <laughs> Smith <laughs> and he was between three foot two and nine foot seven. Yeah. If anything, he should get, get like rewarded for this. So he like, he hooks it up with his homie. I'm not going to say where we went, but hooks it up. And then he takes us to this overlook, like, so we can roll a joint and like hang out. And he just sat there, like waited for me and my how's wife. The, how's the weed though? It was, I mean, it was Costa Rica. And it was, so you've been to Mexico and bought the, that, that no, bag of Mexican weed. Never been to Mexico. Okay. So you don't know the comparison no. of, cause you'll go to Mexico and buy stuff in a paper bag mm-hmm. and you'll be like, I don't know what this is. I don't even know if it's weed and you'll smoke it and be like, what are you doing? So I'm just curious. I think that's PCP. Is that what it is? Is that why I woke up in Debo's chicken coop again? (sighs) Man. But it was, I mean, it was all right for, I saved, I smoked one joint like right there and then I had enough for one more joint. We smoked it on the beach. What did Um, this, what did this set you back? It was really cheap. It was like, I just gave him 20 bucks. I was like, just give me 20 bucks worth. But at first he said he, he could give me an eighth of some good shit. And then he was like, I don't have the good shit. I can only give you 20 of the shitty stuff. Or you can buy like an ounce. I was like, just give me the a, a gram, bro. Like, I'm only going to be here a couple days. Like, I don't understand this math. Yeah. So the last day we were there, he hooked up a catamaran ride. This is back to the tour guide. And we did a bunch of shit. Everything we did through him. We went like on ATVs, did hell shit. And then uh, the last day when we went on the catamaran, he called the hotel room and asked us how 
the trip had been and like he looked us up and made sure that we were good and like he's like i just want to say bye I'm is not that get creepy that he found you i don't think so no because he knew which hotel room we were in because we had to book everything through him so he knew which hotel room we were staying in and he just called the ho- or he, he just called the hotel to ask which room we were in that's a good that that's good because my son went to mexico last year and he was at the club and this young guy from the area was there and he had the actual like Heath Ledger Joker scars, like for real, not tattooed, yeah. like it, on him. And he goes up to my son, and my you know my son's he's an adult, he's a grown adult, he's twenty one, and he goes, hey, you want you know you want some coke? And he's like, oh no, man, I'm broke. And he goes, oh okay, man, maybe later then, and just takes off. And my son thought it was weird. Wakes up in the morning, uh, showers, him and his buddies go down into the lobby of the hotel, and the Joker is sitting down in the lobby saying, hey, man, you got that money now? He goes, you want that 20, right? He goes, yeah, I want that 20. Um, he was afraid to do the blow, so he let his friend do it, and then his friend said it blew his mind. He said it was such good yay. <laughs> like, and my son was like, well, that's great. Um, but yeah, I, so I'm just glad that he didn't like Joker. You no, he wasn't like, a, he showed us like the school where his kids went, and like he was just a, like, a, you could tell he was just doing it to make money for his family. So that's, he was a that's cool beautiful. Guy, yeah. So do you think all the beach people are disrespectful? No. We like we ran into some of the ones that I was like, I don't trust that motherfucker. He was trying to sell me like 20 cigars and he's like, you want some weed? It was like the last day because we had already gotten weed and we were ready to leave and the last day I, we got hit up by these dudes for, for cigars and weed and I was like, nah, Could man. Could you imagine having some of that, that dirt weed with you and getting busted on your way back to a place where it's legal and it's you know good? Mm-mm. Like, yeah, that, yeah, no. No. Like I would, I just was like, I'm just going to smoke this here. I smoked it like on the resort, like down by the beach. We went down there and smoked. Was and it, out, was it like a lightning inc- storm? Ooh, lightning storms. Yeah, it was dope. Was it like an inclusive resort? Yeah, it was all inclusive. It was like a, a couples only. There was one family that brought their daughter. So they was like, he's like, yeah, he was from LA and he didn't realize that it was like a couple's resort. Okay. That is, su- okay. That's oh, okay. I don't even have words for that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It wasn't like, I mean, uh, it's not like they uh, were like trying to, I mean, they were definitely trying to get people they f- to bang, but like, not like they trying to influence, like they had the dancers and shit. They had these hot girls and like, you know. And you bring your daughter to this. Yeah. You messed he said up. He didn't know. You know what's messed up? You got, you have Google. Right. You know, everyone has Google or Siri right. or, or, or Bigsby, whatever you call your artificial intelligence. And just, you gotta, oh, geez. But it's not like the hotel isn't really like labeled as a, um, uh, what's it called? As a couple's resort. It's more like, you know, a, a resort paradise. What? Well, let me pause we are it. Having a no, and just letting Jimmy go off or Stevie Ray Vaughan go off. You know? Boom. We're Boom. Back. We're, we're like back. We we're like, back here on NPR. We'll hit that shit, and it'll we, be like movie magic. Movie magic. Next <laughs> on NPR. Um, but yeah, so back to Costa Rica. So yeah, it wasn't like labeled as a couples resort. It was more like labeled as, um, you know, island paradise and shit. But it was definitely geared towards couples and shit. It was a lot of honeymooners and. Okay, how old was this daughter? 
she was in her 20s oh like she oh, it wasn't oh, like oh, yeah oh, she wasn't oh, like that, oh. it's 21 and over you okay. have to be 21 see to i'm be thinking there. Yeah. like no, you show no, up with no. your 13 no, year old daughter no, no they were cool too they weren't like oh. weirdos they were they were um they were asian so I don't basically think that matters, but. he wasn't getting no pussy and she wasn't getting no d yeah there wasn't like i didn't see really see any single people there i mean i was there with my wife checking out bums but years she was checking out bums years too, ago i took a solo trip to florida mm-hmm. on the gulf side to stay on the water because I'd never been to the to the Atlantic like that and skimboard and see 311. I flew down there by mm. myself, got a killer deal on some website, rented a car. Uh, you know, it's just I I'm a I'm a Did social you fly butterfly. Down down. I, I fly I fl- fly down 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 down. That's a the 311 song. I was oh, to I did a, fly I to down do a, down. A that was way Sorry. over my head. Sorry. See, my head's in the clouds, and that went over my head. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> That is deep. We'll probably listen back and realize it, it wasn't that deep. Yeah, I got you all mixed up. It's cool. All right, that's the last one. <laughs> that's the last one. You're good. You're that's good. Uh, 311 is actually the police code for indecent exposure in, in the area they're from. And they, they got mistaken for like KKK and shit Yeah, because the, th- the 11th letter yeah. or something stupid. So stupid, yeah. You know, we, we find patterns and things and it's just... It's we, a, it, look, it's about pulling your dick out like a normal human <laughs> being American. It's not about hate. It's about penises and freedom. Penises and vaginas and freedom. P's, V's, and F's. The P's, F's for V's freedom. And P's, V's, and freeze. Oh, <laughs> oh, we have a we have more slogans. We have more. Tony, Tony. So Tony, you're the man. You just I just you're the man. That's all I gotta say. Um, you're awesome. Y- you should run for president. We will help in your campaign in any way that you need. Um, I just think there's mad possibilities about this because we need a president who did the 900. You know? Here's the thing. The other thing that we were talking about with Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. new pro skater of year. Oh, That's your campaign. That's what goodness. you run on. Because you know, he's got to have some type of policy. When pro skater one first came out, my buddy got the demo disc with just had the warehouse uh, for PlayStation. It should have been PS1. And we played that demo, I mean, for months. I forgot about demos. Life-changing. I loved demo. I loved demos. It's like two minutes of... Yeah, um, it was, yeah, it was two minutes. And we would. And the cool thing was, no one could hog the game. Yeah. Next, went to the next buddy, and then you'd try to outdo your buddy. And we didn't care there's more levels. And when the game came out, we kind of just kept playing the warehouse. Well, a lot of times there was like, they would give you a demo of shit that wasn't even the game. It was just like a demo of shit that you could play. And then... Yeah, it was like an exclusive two minutes that you get to play. Those it was were like cool. an extra DLC that you didn't yep. have to pay you before DLCs were. There. But what, yeah. back when they were the D stood for disc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that shit's crazy that you have to pay for. We were talking about that before about how you have to pay for all those upgrades and shit for video games. You shouldn't have to. You should earn them to earn that shit. You know, it's it's it should be earning. I don't believe in this freemium. I believe if you're not making enough money selling me a disc at sixty dollars then you need to change your business practice. Stop or make them cheap. Right. You know, give me an extra three maps for a buck, you know, because right. if you sell 30 million of them, you just made $30 million. How much money do you need? I think they're starting to learn. There's new games that are coming out that they're like, there's no DLC, no bullshit. The new Star Wars game is like that. So What's the new Star Wars based off of? Jedi. You get to be a Jedi. And just fuck is it, but up. it's not like old Republic time. It's no, I don't know what the it. Well, it's got that one of the characters, uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character, the one from Rogue One. 
he's Ooh. in it. Um, so I'm not sure what time. I think that's before. That, yeah, but that's a that, cool they period. They steal the, the plans for the Death Star. I, I think yeah, they haven't done anything. So, and the dude is, uh, it's the guy from like Shameless, and he was the Joker on Gotham. Yeah. So he's like the main guy, and he's a Jedi, and you get the fuck shit up. Just fucking throwing your lightsaber around and shit, I'm, choking people with the I'm force. a sci-fi geek. I'm a Trekkie. I'm a Star Warsy. I mean, I like them all. There's better. There's worse. But, you know, it's just, it's like pizza or pussy. It's still pizza or pussy. It's still Star Wars. It's still Star Trek. Um, but, you know, one major problem that I have with sci-fi movies, mm-hmm. no one surfs in space. Um, they, he might be coming to Marvel, the Silver Surfer, that Herald of Galactus. Yeah, there's him. But he surfs. He you does. get Keanu Reeves on that shit. Oh, Keanu Reeves is hot right now in the in the the movie world. They're trying out with that. Yeah, that would be dope. Keanu as the Silver Surfer. Oh, bro. There you go, bro. Stop being <laughs> evil, bro. Let's hit this double overheader, man, and totally nosh this man. See, that's yeah. See, surfing could change the world. It changed my yeah. world. Yeah. But I can't believe that you didn't see any surfers in Costa Rica. I probably did. I wasn't looking out for it, but um, Costa I'm sure Rica I has did. amazing surf. Yeah, amazing. Where's the craziest place you surfed? I so all it's all West Coast. West so Coast. California, Oregon, Washington. I've only skimboarded in on the Atlantic side. Mm-hmm. Um, craziest place? I well, craziest story? I'd say Indian Beach, place where the trauma nurse got got bit. We're out there years ago, and I see something. And I'm like, ah, nah, it's nothing. It's a log. And then I see birds land on it. And I'm like, yeah, it's a log. It just, you know, they float in there. And then I see lots of birds. And I'm like, man, that's a big tree. That actually could be a danger to us. And then I see a bunch of sea lions. And I see just basically a, a bunch of sea life, like almost as bad as when Ace Ventura opens up his apartment door and all the animals come mm-hmm. running. But like the exodus of that. And they were all going towards this bird thing. And these, then things were flying down and pulling off chunks. There was a dead whale. Ooh. So I'm like, yeah, uh, honey, I was with my fiance at the time. Um, look at that. She didn't believe me because of my unhealthy fear of sea creatures. Right. So she always, if something touches me underwater, it's literally the, the mega. You know, the megalodon is it just prehistoric, unfroze right. in Westport and just came That's out and got me. Yeah, it, it's bad. It, it's getting better but but it's bad and so i told her she finally believed me we told everyone we all got out of the water and it was just the feeding frenzy i guarantee there's sharks there Mm -hmm. um and then the next day we wanted to surf again but we weren't going to go back to where there was a dead whale hadn't even been reported yet hadn't beached yet it was just still floating out there so we were like hey let's you know let's just do seaside you know kind of by the river mouth um there was things in that water that it, I didn't notice him. My girl noticed, didn't want to tell me because she you know she didn't want to freak me out. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, every human that we were surfing with all pulled a Jesus and just ran on the top of the water. And I'm the last one in there. And I just thought, I'm dumb. Like, Sorry, I don't know. Man. I'm just, right I'd never surfed there. It was a really hard place to surf. It, was, it wasn't like a good tide, and, but I wanted to surf. Right. And I just thought, you know, people got out because it was too rough. I finally start seeing this like dark thing and I got out of the water. We got out of the water and lo and behold, um, it was, it was a shark. It ended up, it ended up being reported. Um, the police came down to the beach, um, the kind that will be in the water. 
I'm imagining it's not a vegan shark who decided <laughs> that it was uh, uh, adapted enough and grown enough to not have to eat animals anymore. Right. I'm pretty sure is the kind that go in your mouth. Mm. Um, the, you know, it's not like the police know anything. The police right. got, you know, get reports from the Coast Guard. They get all these reports, and then you know, they're the ones that go on the beach and just say, hey, we got to close this right. down. Um, you know, parks people came, and that was a, that was a scary scary time cape cod's been bad lately cape cod massachusetts with great whites the the ocean's getting warmer so they're Mm -hmm. coming in closer Mm -hmm. um another thing too i mean back to jaws we killed off all of these sharks which changed the the hierarchy of how the oceans worked Mm -hmm. and so things got too big in populations which forced forced things to move and so there's many things causing causing this to happen. I mean, whether you believe in global warming or not, the ocean is getting warmer. Right. I don't care where it came from. You know, I do care about finding out how to stop it, but the ocean is getting warmer. The, the thermometers tell us that. And then the things need to stay in the same environment. And the East coast is, I mean, it, it's already a warm environment. You know, the, it's a completely different, the sand or the salt in the water, the buoyancy is different. And so you guys have always had on the East coast over there, a really like sea monstery place. Like <laughs> I understand why the West coast has more surfing than the East coast. And I don't want to start any arguments, you know, but it's true. I mean, California is the iconic place where surfing American Americana surfing was started. This isn't New York, you know, this isn't Florida, you know, and you can surf everywhere and every wave, like it's like pussy and pizza. It's all pussy and pizza or dick or whatever it is that you like sticking in your mouth that, you know, makes feel good. Right. And so the West coast is, is had problems with sea monsters, but they've kind of stayed, you know, the same. The, the, East is where everyone came in. We all used to come in through Ellis Island, um, the shipping channels, all the wars that have happened there, all the ships that were sunk there, which turned into reefs, which drew things in closer. Right. That's the that's the 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 land movement or the water movement to get across. We weren't coming through the, the, the West. Right. And so that area has, has had so much contact by humanity, it, it's changed. So you guys have always had CBs out there. So I get why you don't surf. Yeah. It's scary. I don't know. It just wasn't something that I did growing up, too. Now I'm like, I'm 30 years old. I'm not going to learn how to surf. I don't have, I I just don't have the desire, but I can see why you would like to do it and why people do it. Um, And I obviously am interested in learning about it. So it's a letting go thing. Right. Um, like I said, it, it's it's not a sport. Do you do any board sports? Skate, longboard? I tried to learn how to, uh, to skate when I was first living in uh, Los Angeles. Um, I had a skateboard. <laughs> I was actually doing well with it. I was How like, old were you? Uh, 21 when I first moved out to California. So I lived to... By yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved to San Fernando Valley. With um, a job or just with a dream? Um, well, I moved in with my dad. I had like 500 bucks. Yeah, I had a job at Chili's. Moved in with my dad. We don't have the greatest relationship. Oh, well, you know, we're working baby, on back, it. Baby, back, baby, back, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> But so I lived with him for a little bit and then I moved out and moved to the San Fernando Valley. It was closer to work. I was taking a bus like three hours. I didn't have a car the first couple of years I lived in L.A. You don't and you don't need it, though. You, uh, you do. And so, like I took a bus three hours, three oh, hours, two and three no, hours. Away. But no. once I moved into the valley, I was good. I could take the bus everywhere. You, Wait, know? you lived in the valley, I lived bro. In San Fernando Valley. And I was a valley boy for a little bit. What? Yeah. See this, you know, because if you if you live at the beach down in Cali, the valleys, you know that 
you guys are the the kooks that come down and just ruin the beaches. I know. Well, it has nothing to do with the hypodermic right, needles right. or anything. It's <laughs> it's just the people who happen to live forty five minutes away who really want to surf too. I mean, fuck them with the uh, audacity. I had friends who surfed and shit because I, you know, they grew up in California. Like, you want to come? I'll go hiking with you. I'll do everything on land. But like, you know, my irrational fear. I know how to keep myself from from getting eaten by a shark is to stay my ass on land. You seem like a mountain biker. Uh, well, it's funny that you say this because I told you that I don't know if I told you that I recently started a bicycle gang. No, like, okay, uh, I didn't know that, but oh, dude, I need to know about your bicycle gang. But no, I don't. I I want to get a, a mountain bike. That would be dope. Um, but no, it was just when we were at that hippie festival. Uh, I I was riding around on a bike everywhere I would go. I was, you know, did tripping, re- or, tripping did on acid, reignite? riding around, and did and, it reignite that part of your youth, dude? It felt like like I got a group of people together, and we would uh, we would we borrowed the bikes, we would bring them back, but it was our friends' bikes, and they would leave them outside their tent. And so I got a like a group of people. I was like, all right, we're gonna run up on these motherfuckers, and we're gonna steal these bikes. It was like when we were kids, you know, and we would run up and grab the bikes and just take off and. Uh, you know, right. So you the basically night. were at a local Burning Man. Kind of, yeah. It's a small, smaller one. So I was riding around in the pitch black. And Can just, you plug this event or is it secret? No, I don't want to be just because you're not supposed to do like it, it's all that it's secret. Shit. It's yeah, well, it's invitation only, and it's like yep. you're not supposed to be doing. Nope. Look, this, if, like, you're not if, supposed to be doing. Drugs if you know, shit, you know, so, and yeah, if you don't, you yeah. don't need to. It's fun. It's a lot of fun, and if you can find one that you, there's they're all over the country. I mean, my cousin goes to one, I believe. Um, one of my cousins goes to one. His name uh, is Steve Smith as well, Steve and he's Smith, between yeah. three foot two and twelve <laughs> foot nine. Steve Smith, and he goes to this one, and it's uh, it's in Mass. So they're all over. I know they they have hippie festivals everywhere. It's a lot. Now, of fun. are they Maybe like? Is this like uh, the Oregon County Fair? Um, it's it's in conjunction with that. So there's like all different. Uh, is it, is this anything related to like the Rainbow Groups or any of those those old school families? Uh. It's. I mean, it's it's camping out in that area. I'll say that. I'm not going to say which one it is. That's There's awesome. a bunch of them. See, that's but, that's that's amazing. That's that's yeah. good times. And you're not supposed to do that stuff, but I'm a degenerate, so. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. A little no. bit sometimes. No. Hey, normal people do blow in tiny tents with with lesbians. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a normal thing to do at any just event. Che- yeah, I mean, just checking my. Or hell, hell, I mean, you could do heroin with two gay guys in a yurt. I mean, whatever your whatever thing is. Your boat. I just really I wanted to say yurt. I love a yurt. What is a yurt? A yurt. I know what it is, but it's like, it's, it's it's not a it's not a tent like you would like a dome tent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of a building tent. You know, it's not huge, right? But it's you're gonna walk around in it. You're gonna live more in it versus just I'm gonna go sleep in here. Or it's not you know. like made of wood. It's like cloth. It's cloth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, it temporary. It, it oh very temporary. Okay. You know, it's you know in same same fashion as a teepee. You know, just it's just a different oh, okay. design of, of structure. Right. Um. You know, yurts. Yurt sounds like I didn't Google this or anything, but you know, yurt sounds like it could be a Scandinavian thing. You know, and maybe that's just their teepee. They're you know. It sounds like the noise you would make after you come. Yurt. 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 Like me personally or humans just, you wish made that sound? I, don't know, I just feel like it could be a sound that yurt. you would make when you would come. Yurt. Oh, yurt. Yurt. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, I'm about to finish yurt. We're probably offending someone in another country. But you know what would be Ooh, fucked shit. up is uh, yeah. if we oh, found out that that's actually why the uh, the creator of the yurt called it a yurt 
because when he so he busted his nut and and, and had that idea simultaneously because God gives us the universe gives right. us ideas at the craziest of time. There's time doesn't mean anything. It's it's not linear. So it just an idea just will fill into your head. Yeah. And so maybe he was just eating some good pizza, smoking some good <laughs> herb, um, just just taxing, making some great sweet love with his wife, and was like, <laughs> you know, just heavenly. And he 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 levitated, the pussy levitated, and it was just mind blowing for everybody. And then the yurt was born, and the yurt was born. Oh, and he named his first son Yurt, and we shall name you after the or sound Rob, Rob yurt. I made. When I came. <laughs> so I don't know if this is racist and it's not intended to be racist. It's just poking at um, uh, different societies, different ways people grew up because of the conditioning and just the groups they grew up with. But there's this funny joke and it's a, it's a Native American dad and he's with his youngest of three children and his son says, Dad, I really want to know how you came up with, you know, my, the names for me and my brother. And he goes, well, you're, you know, your oldest brother, Running Bear, is, you know, as soon as he was born, I, I stepped out of the TP, you know, I, I stretched my arms out in joy to thank the great spirit, and I saw a running bear. He goes, oh, oh, you know, what, what about middle brother? And he goes, well, you know, uh, Flying Eagle, same thing, left tent, saw Flying Eagle. And he goes, oh, okay, thanks, Dad. And Dad goes, why do you want to know two dogs fucking? <laughs> I love that joke. So if you find that racist, it's not racist. You're racist for thinking it's racist. It's just funny. I'll play know? devil's advocate and just say that it's racist. So that way one of us is condemning oh, it. So we there can't we be go. labeled art. Right? There so we go. Good. There we go. As long so, as we have people condemning yeah. it. No. So I'm Michael, named after Michael the Archangel. Um, and, you know, that's just how the Europeans grew up. So right. I'm, the Michael is the running bear. And Michael is just as funny to someone named running bear. It, it, well, I'm not saying running bear is funny, but it's just, it's the difference in society. And it's right. those differences in society that allow us to see how beautiful that God and life is. Because we'll flourish everywhere and everything has to happen. And every kind of people has to happen. So right. I, think, I think comedy does a great job of when you make fun of other people to just show Show people the differences. Right. You know, I think comedy is a, a good bond, you know, like that. And that's why I like that joke because no, it's it just funny. a good... it made me laugh. It is. So, and I actually maybe. have told that to several Native American people and uh, none of them have punched me in the face yet. Hey, there so, you go. That's a plus. But yet, yeah. you know, never say never. Yeah. Never say never. I'm sure there'll be one. Actually, speaking of Native Americans, so out where we live, uh, out at Tahola, uh, the, the the Native tribal land, mm -hmm. um, that actually used to be the best surf spot in Washington. Yeah, and they had they start having events, teaching people to surf, and I'm we're not talking just teaching the, the natives to surf. We're talking about they allowed non natives to come. They started surf camps, and they eventually started the surf contest. Well, as it got bigger, and the people came and treated it like people do, they littered, they destroyed mm. the land. So, huh. Oh, it's so crazy that people are destroying the Native American land again. Oops. Um, and so they had to shut it down, which in turn 17 years ago turned into the surf events here right. in, in, in Westport. Actually, the same gentleman that started it there started it here. And a couple months ago at work, 
uh, gentleman came in. He's one of the, uh, the the elders in in the tribe out here, and he was the one that actually told me about this. And um, family came in. You know, they all verified it, and you know, they got to, they showed me all these old pictures. They ended up coming in about a week later and showing me like real pictures and a photo album of of the, what the surf event was like. And you know, all of these people that that lived out here that used to come surf. I meet people since I found that story out. I meet people all the time where that story comes up, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, I was always part of that." So. So it's it's part of the heritage out here so much that even the Native Americans were surfing out right. here. And I have never heard of anywhere else. I mean, I haven't heard of the the any of the tribes out by Nia Bay in that area having a huge surf anything. Like right. I I haven't heard of that anywhere. Um, I think it's a it's a really really cool thing. They also let me try a whale. Oh yeah. Uh, so a whale in Washington. Um, recently was hit by a boat propeller uh i thought for some reason i thought you were gonna say bus i was like you know fucking hard but that would be hard trying the bus cannot go below 55 dude we're gonna jump in the water bro (laughs) oh no we're gonna hit a whale Uh, continue Um, my bad i don't know why my fucking pothead brain went to to boat from boat to bus but got hit by a boat and it happened to be witnessed by people that were associated with uh-huh. the tribe made a phone call because this tribe is allowed uh, it's north northern right. washington uh, they're allowed to hunt the whale i mean that's their cow you know they're it's they eat whale and right. you know i i never i got it i accepted it it's like that south park episode of like chicken cow or something where we're mad at another country for eating dog and the other country's mad at us for eating you know cows and right. you know we we eat different things you know different societies and different so strokes different strokes for different folks and but i never like understood why like i i knew it was a big uh, protein source the oil it made sense but i i didn't think it was going to taste good i thought it was going to taste like a giant like metal something just because it's so big and it's right. lived so long and so they called the tribe. The tribe called the state. The state came and verified, found out that the trauma was actually from a boat propeller. There was nothing nefarious going on. Allowed them to take it. Uh, the one of the elders out here was the one put in charge of cooking, smoking, you know, all of it. Right. So he comes in to my work, and uh, we're talking about this story. And I don't know many pale people who have been blessed with whale in 2019. No, 2018 when this happened. Um, but let me tell you, I got a bag of it. It's, uh, it was like, it, it, it was stable, so it wasn't refrigerated. So it was like a smoked jerky, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, but it was thicker. And it's not hard like jerky. It's like if you could leave meat out. Like mm-hmm. if you could leave the perfect steak out. So it tastes like your surf and turf got together, mm-hmm. made a little booty slapping, and then you had a surf and turf food. Now, this whale was so good that i i had to share it with everybody mm-hmm. i it was it was it was one of those things where i would have loved to just shove it all down my right. throat but i needed to share it with people so i shared it with everybody that was there and we've got a fisherman that works where we work i mean this guy hunts he fishes and he'd never even had whale because pale people do not get to eat whale right. especially like or like inland anyone inland the native tribes inland they never hunted whale in the first place but you know you don't get whale especially right. being as caucasian as i am the and whites. so I, the the whites. So I shared it with everybody's there. With all the, with all the whites. With, with the whites. <laughs> like a bunch of napkins blowing in the wind. <laughs> Life is better with color, I'm just saying. Uh, so um, back to topic now that we're off the whites. 
it's the most amazing thing on the planet. Yeah. And, and you just eat it like you don't have to cook it or well, no, it was, it was smoked. It was, it was, it was prepped like a jerky or like a smoked salmon, but it's not oily. It's just, it was the most, it it was in a Ziploc bag. Mm. It was amazing. And right then and there, I realized that we should, I, in today's day, we don't need to, but back then I understand why we should have and why we did eat whale. Because if you think about how much methane, the cows, we, with the cows we use for all the things we use cows for, that methane is destroying the ozone layer. Right. I mean, it's methane. This has nothing to do with global warming. There's no conspiracies. Farts are methane and there's so many cow farts. It's actually destroying farts. the only thing that protects us against, well, one of the main things that protects us against radiation right. from the sun. Um, and so I, I understand now there's too many people, not enough whales, and we have other sources and we can farm. I mean, hell, we're growing meat. I'm not eating it. But, you know, there's, we're very smart in stuff that we're doing right now. So, um, but I get it. I got it. I 100% understood, and I was no longer offended by it. Because I understand in countries people eat dogs. I wasn't raised by like that. I'm an American, so I don't eat horses either. But in Europe, they do. And I can't put them down for that because that's their thing. And, and, but I don't get it. I I will never get eating a dog because they weren't, they're not natural. There was like eight breeds of wolf that decided to step down. And then we just messed with them over the years to create these things. So we made them. So we definitely can't eat them. Well, I'm going to fuck with your mind real quick. Blow my mind. Which, all right. The apocalypse happens. Which dog you eating first? You got to pick one. Oh, yours. <laughs> That's a simple question. So I've already got the apocalypse filled out, bro. Uh, it's my surfboard, my okay. wetsuit, okay. Uh, just enough ammunition and a small enough gun. And I'm going to go around just doing my thing, looking kind of sad and sorry. And I'm going to pray on the people, praying on the people that are sad and sorry. And when you come up and try to run up on me, I'm going to take all your stuff. I will never travel with large loads because that makes you a target just enough to get over on you. And I will never get over on you if you're a good person. But if you prey on the innocent and the weak, right. guess what? No one cares. Yeah. God I wouldn't eat my dog either. I was just fucking with you. No. Yeah. Um, but in a situation where it's like a live, um, you, know, you know, like the plane crashes and right. you have to eat an animal, um, depending on where I was in my life, what the situation was with my children, uh, I might die with my dogs. I this, thought you were going to say you would eat your children before your dogs. No, I'm not. I thought gonna, you were going to go dark right, real quick. I actually would die before eating a human. Because, really? Yeah, and, and that's because I believe that everything is eternal. There's no beginning, there's no end, and everything yeah. is recycled. That's what science, well, it's what religion taught me, and I ran from. And then I was like, I'm going to run to science. And then science is like, oh, actually, uh, we did kind of prove that. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I guess they did kind of figure it out without barometers and Have you ever been devices. super, super hungry, though? I've, you might change I've, your mind. I've been very hungry, but this is the thing. It's, it's going to have to be a remote situation. Yeah, uh, we're not doing it for fun. I mean, well, we're not. Well, no, it's not like I, I'm 10 miles away and broke down in my car and ate my dog. Head. I guess, this is, I guess this we're going to have to start eating each other, guys. This, this is, is what we do now. So this is the thing. If I'm in the woods, I can choke something. I'll eat a mouse. I will straight up bite the head off the mouse yeah. and pretend I'm Ozzy Osbourne and get oh, over it. Oh, there's other shit you can catch. I'm yeah. Sure. And I'm, Snakes. Yeah, and if it's summer, I can get some berries and shit you end up like that dude from into the wild though you ever see that movie okay when he that, eats the berries and fucking that movie to me he was developing schizophrenia you think so 
how it was portrayed. I don't know how that oh, kid lived. Right, right, it's right. just how it the director portrayed it, and I don't right. know where they got that info. What I saw, I was an EMT for twelve mm-hmm. years uh, in in King County, and I, I got to see a bunch of crazy, crazy things. You know, we've, King County, Washington has some of the most amazing healthcare in the world. You know, especially the U.S. I mean, just leading and everything. So I got to see all sorts of crazy, crazy things. Um, real quick though, we have to go off on a tangent. How do you hit this? You just suck on it like a dick. You just put it in your okay, mouth. Okay, so I don't... So hold on. I, I understand how to get my dick sucked, but I don't understand how to suck a dick. Oh, shit. That's uh, not something you're supposed to do for, <laughs> for friends. I thought, I thought that was like a handshake. Yeah, there you go. Okay, this is nice. Yeah. We're not going to plug this brand. Damn, it makes me feel mellow. I feel like we should. It's mellow, mellow pods. That's, I was. That's did all you, I did you not hear me so smoothly? Yeah, that was go, very smooth. That yeah. was, and then you just, you just. Well, they're not. It up. Apparently, I'm the only one that's buying them. That's what they told me at the weed store. I'm like, so maybe they need the exposure. They do. They need the two people that are listening, which is me and you. They need the three eleven. They need the exposure. <laughs> yeah. No, this is an amazing, absolutely amazing. And what's the oil in it? It's just like a. Uh, uh, dab oil but i can't remember it's it's clean it's not like the do they so is i have the box is the mellow the brand of the oil and the pen they have different cartridges that one is the actual mellow brand cartridge they have other brands that that make them but i don't like the this is really look if you are in washington state or i know i I can't vouch if this company is working in other other uh states under legalization but if you're in washington try this mellow it's m-e-l-o and there's a, a dash over the o it's a really good dab pen i mean i dare to even call it a pen it's more of a, a small disc it's really smooth oil the only thing i would say to them to mellow if any of them ever hear this free marijuana for swell free. surf company and all podcasts associated <laughs> that and make it so you can attach it to your keys just have like a little clip here that you can okay. attach it to your keys. That's it. During, That's my only complaint. During the gold rush days, the people that were going for the gold weren't the ones that got rich. The support services, the people who resold boots, fixed pickaxes, things like that. That's who got rich. So from all problems, well, there's a necessity from a problem, a solution comes. So right now, this company doesn't make anything. So you create a simple silicon skin. Mm-hmm. Have them produced here in America because we do amazing plastic work and silicone work here in America. And you create just like they have for, you know, like the, the, the AirPods and things, you know, all the, the little wireless headphones. They're starting to create these silicon pouches that they perfectly fit in because they're laser formed or, you know, laser designed. And they have a keychain attachment on them. Um, you become the millionaire. And what you do is you find all of the cool people that are doing good oil, making good products in all the states, and you just basically design it based off of their product, and you go flood their market. Uh, the charcoal forget uh, per, ah. The marijuana is working. The marijuana is working. The charcoal <laughs> briquette uh, was created by Henry Ford's brother. Okay. Uh, they had so charcoal briquettes or wood. Mm-hmm. I used to think they were charcoal. No, it's it's, it's wood. Like the ones you buy and burn. Yeah. It it well charcoal is is wood. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's charred coal. Yeah, it's, I thought it was coal. Like, like I'm a coal miner. Send the right. canary down there. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's wood. And so they had all of this burnt wood from operating the factories. Mm-hmm. And his brother turned that into the charcoal forget 
Briquette, um, you know, you got to think Roosevelt worked with Firestone to build the roads. So Ford could have all the tires on the cars and the tires could drive on the roads. And uh, he opened up the national parks. Then he sold the barbecue items uh, to barbecue when you're on these road trips. Great leader. We need we need Tony Hawk for president. <laughs> Make America skate again. 2020. 2020, 420, and some other yeah. 20s after that. A little 20, twin, twin. I can't even take credit for that. That was my co-host from Choice Nugs yeah. Only. That was Carson. You know, speaking of Choice Nugs, we're smoking on some good weed today. Yeah. I've been having a good time smoking some weed. It has. Uh, purple Wookie. Is, purple uh, Wookie. Purple Wookie. Purple Wookie. And what was the other one? Kosher Kush? Kosher Kush. Yeah. And then we made a Kosher Wookie. Kosher Wookie. <laughs> yeah. Because Purple Just Kush already exists, so yeah. we're going Kosher Wookie. Kosher Wookie. Is that uh, Wookie Kosher? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So I was going to ask you this a little while back. We talked about the surf event. You said surf camp. So is that something they do? They do a lot of surf camps and stuff still or no? There's actually only one company that's technically licensed to do surf classes down at the jetty. You have to have a lifeguard and a no, certificate no, and shit too. No, no, I mean, I, to run the company, you know, you're gonna have to have insurance. So, right. I mean, that's that's why no one's licensed. There's tons of people doing doing surf lessons. Um, Washington's cold. It's hard to get people out here. You know, it's Gray's Harbor and it's gray a lot and it's coastal right. life. It's sunny. You can't plan to come out here. You have to live out here. And you watch the surf report. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's good, but you really, your surf report is looking out your window. This town is so skinny. It's, it's like two miles long. And I think it's only a mile wide, maybe, or two miles wide. You either live on the bay or the ocean, but then they go to the same tip. Like we're kind of like a little Florida, a tiny, tiny, like the whole state, just in one little city with 3,300 people. Um, so, Hey, there's a cat on this podcast. Yeah. I told you I wasn't going to come into your space. If you wanted to come <laughs> over and fuck with me, come over. But don't be hissing at me now that there you came is, to me. No, no. Just try being a cat that lives with two pit bulls. This cat, look, this cat came from Auburn, Washington. I got this cat free from some juggalo children. These kids were like 10 and 11 smoking juggalo cigarettes. Children. Juggalo children. Okay, look, juggalo. Look, How were they old look, enough to know what look, ICP is? I'm a juggalo. Oh, I, hey. Look, I, I grew Easy. up on... ICP, mm-hmm. you know, and actually after the unveiling, oh, there's pictures of me in, in well, clown makeup. Look, though. after the unveiling, when all the Joker cards were laid out, they said at the very end of the album that this whole thing was about God, and they put this wicked shit in there to spread the word. And when him and Shaggy Two Dope were in jail, God spoke to both of them. And then after that, I, I don't listen to a lot of the new ICP because mm-hmm. it's it's more of that murder core, and they've already really you know they've already laid out the Joker cards. But I still respect the shit out of what they they did for me right. and for the community. I don't like the fact that uh, people are using their name to start gangs and then commit atrocities. You know, right. we we were attracted to ICP because they were collecting all the outcasts. You know, all the people that were unwanted and trying to show a way. You know, and uh, I I. I you know, they, they definitely got a place in my heart. And right. there, there's something powerful about their music, like really powerful about their music. Um, so there's nothing wrong with being a juggalo at all. Hell, I had the Hatchet Man's <laughs> giant sticker on my back window mm-hmm. for like two years. Like, shit. Actually, I think I was listening to, what, Mary Go... No, I was listening to the Bizarre albums just the other day. Yeah. Um, great music. So I Craigslist, this kitty's for sale, and uh, these children, these juggalo children... and they I, like you, Fago? 
No, but Orange Fago is good. Fucking posers. You should have beat their ass. Just I know. For fucking... Well, how do you get Fago here? How do you I get the... the we've got Safeway <laughs> Select. You know, that that was their generic Right, cola. right, right. I know. So, I'm just fucking So, you know, around. these kids were smoking, like, and I was started smoking cigarettes at eight. So I'm not sitting right. over here like, these fucking children are smoking. I'm just expressing to you the life of my cat. Right. My cat was birthed <laughs> by some people in Auburn to sell the kittens. Like, the cat got purposely not fixed so it could get knocked up so they could sell some kittens on craigslist for 20 bucks a pop like this was this family's goal for fucking success and this was what mom was teaching the kids or at least how they're making the kids afford their own cigarettes mom was giving them cigarettes because they had to go get more cigarettes to smoke while they were trying to sell me the cat and this cat they they saw how much it liked me and they're like you can just have this cat i'm like are you sure and they're like yeah you can just have this cat. <laughs> I feel like I'd be like a little bit caught. I'd be like, well, why the fuck don't you want this cat? Oh, no. The, it gets, so on the Craigslist ad, there was this cute, they showed all of them, but there was this little black cat with huge white paws on the edge of a bed holding its paws over the side. And, and this picture was like the cutest picture I've ever seen. It was taken by kids. These kids should have been oh, pushed right. into photography. They so you actually been, went for the cat. Yeah, I went, I, 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 went, was, I'm I went for the cat. You said so, that shit, my bad. And so the cat, like, it, it starts like, you know, cats, all animals, right. their hands or their mouth. Um, and cats have sharp teeth and their tongues are a bunch of teethy things. And so, you know, it starts, you know, messing with me. It's a tiny cat with tiny little claws and tiny teeth. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this cat is so badass. Like I wanted a dog, but I was an EMT. It was working too much. So I wanted a badass cat. And then when I got dogs, I wanted a, my pit bulls are cats. And then my cat's a dog. So this, this cat, um, first time it goes outside, cause I'm a firm believer that, uh, go play outside and, and die having fun, uh, vets advise against that and i don't care if it, live 20 years and don't go outside that's lame that's like right. being a human for 108 and not loving it's just not something cool first time the cat goes outside struts over to the fence hops up on the fence sees another cat walks over to say hi the cat just scratches it just plow knocks him off the fence cat comes running in i don't think anything of it um next day my buddy's petting my cat and he's like i think i popped something on the side of your cat this is really weird and we didn't see anything wake up in the morning go to use the bathroom and uh cat sits down on my feet and stretches out and i can see all of his guts but there's like a sack over it i'm like oh the popping this the scratching and so i went to the vet um that was the first incident uh kidney failure because of a food um this cat that was free from some juggalo 11 year old juggalos on craigslist has thirty five hundred dollars in investment in it so far Look, yeah. if you're on my team, we ride or die together. Right. I don't care if you're my cat. I don't care if you're my plumber. I right. don't care. I mean, you should see how I treat my human friends. Like, look, if I'm responsible for you, I'm going to take care of you. Right. Like, I can't just, you're not a mouse. And now in this situation, honestly, in this situation, I wouldn't save, I don't, I couldn't save a mouse. I would not pay $1,000 at, at this day and age, no. Even though no. I have the money, I, no. But my cat, we're, we're rolling together. Right. My dogs were rolling together. Yeah, I don't know. This we the, we paid to have surgery for the last dog, and when we put him down, um, so it was like the we, the doctor finally called on Sunday. It was like you know he's going into cardiac arrest, and we just were like just let him go, you know. Um, but this dog, I don't know if he would be able to handle being in a vet for like. Like we'd have to stay there 24 hours with him. Like he's like very, we, when we leave him, we have to leave him with somebody that we know is going to like hang out with them. Will he destroy the house too much energy? No, he won't destroy the house, but he's just very like, um, 
I don't know. He's just very like he just he needs somebody to be there with him usually. Mm-hmm. Like so when we the fireworks go off, we bring him to hang out with the, our friend's dog. Um, so they have like they're chilling together and stuff rather than him being by himself. So because um, he always had the other dog. So that's kind of the you know, he's by himself now. So I think yeah, that and, might be something. And like how that. do you do that? Like how do you offset? Your dogs, like, because you're going to, your dog's going to die most likely when they're a little bit older. So do you buy another one and hope they die at the same minute or put, keep putting it through death? Our or do dogs you buy were the same, a little bit, like, kind of close in range as far as age went. Um, but the the dog that we had to put down had cancer, so he was younger. Um, How long was the dog smoking cigarettes? He started when he was, like, a puppy. We would just, well, it started with, like, we would just blow the hits directly into his no no i'm just well, yeah because no because it's a child you can't just, yeah, yeah he didn't know how to do he couldn't no. hold he couldn't light this the the lighter with his no, paws yet you no. know first we had to teach him how to light it and then you know he would smoke it and but then he got into heroin and that's that's kind of where he went on a downhill thing once he got into the heroin and but. just an fyi cancer is fucking stupid yeah it sucked it was pretty bad cancer is stupid and we need to do everything we can to learn about it and figure out why our lifestyles are causing this no one should suffer from it my mom's actually a, a breast ca survivor sugar is um, a big contributor oh sugar all the processed foods our stress you know some i was thinking about the other day i was thinking about how beautiful god the universe is and i realized that there's no wasted energy and if there's ever any energy that is going to be expelled some sort of life will will form to absorb that energy and then that will shit and then mm. something will use that as energy because it just life just feeds on itself and it's beautiful. Well, when life is found not to be able to sustain itself, other factors, forms come in and use its energy up. I mean, the whole universe is bigger energy absorbing smaller energy mm-hmm. for the good of the, of the bigger energy, even though it's all just one. And because of that, we're in a very sediment lifestyle right now. We're in a very cell phony, uh, instantaneously have all the information I want, not really process it. Right. Everything's ready. It's instant. I mean, it's nice. I love it. I love my microwave. I, I love things being ready for me on the grill. But I, we're in this, this lifestyle where we're not challenging ourselves. We're caught in a massive status quo where we're just trying to keep up with it. And the whole world's trying to keep up with it. And right. what are we really doing? Where are the great leaders? Where are the great inventors? Where are the, I mean, Elon Musk. I mean... Say what you will, but who else is pimping like that? Right. You know what I mean? That's like Don Magic Wand pimping right there, just minus the human trafficking and slavery. <laughs> but you know them bitches. You know them right. bitches. They got to stay on the track. Um, so you keep saying, um, God, can I ask you what that, what do you mean by that? Um, the single source. Like, are you, created are you religious or are you... You ever seen like you ever seen you ever seen you ever seen the movie you know, Life of Pi? I actually have not seen that okay. movie. Okay. Amazing movie and if you just watch any part of it, it'll change. it's a great movie, but if you watch any part of it, just watch like the first 20 minutes up until he's being interviewed and the first part of the interview, uh, the interviewer asks him something like, you know, how are you a Hindu, Christian, Judaic, you know, it just lists all these religions. And he's got the greatest response. He says, you know, Obviously, Hindu is the first time I was introduced to God because look where I live. I live in India. You know, I don't live on the, the Muslim side. But later on, I moved to the Muslim side, and then I learned about God through the Quran and Allah. Mm-hmm. And then I met some, you know, some Christian travelers and, and learned through God through the Bible and Jesus. And he, he basically goes, 
look, these are all people that have been talking to God. There's all, there's power in there. There's control, but forget all that. Every time he looked into a religion, he learned a little bit more about the universe, life, God, what it is. And there's no name for it. It, it just, it is, it is all names. It is all names and no names. It's alpha and it's omega. Right. It's not a dude and a beard and a chair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you shall be punished for sucking the dick when you had a dick. <laughs> Motherfucker, if a dick wasn't supposed to go in there, why does it fit? Right. You yeah, know, I guess that's all right. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to choose to suck a dick. Gay is yeah. not a choice in most cases. Right. Some people are gay for the wrong reasons, but no, that's real. Unless I, you're doing it for like concert tickets or something. Well, dude, okay. 20 or bucks drugs. is a lot of money. That's true. Or drugs. But. Or drugs, you know? You know? Like Dope Sick Love. You ever see that documentary? Dope Sick Love. There's a lot of good um, sound, but it's like super depressing. It was on HBO and they used to do their HBO documentaries, but there's a yes, lot of good sound yes, bites on it. Yes. There's yes, one yes, where yes. he's like, he would go and he would have, uh, sorry, we're going on a tangent, but he would go and he would have these guys suck his dick. And one of the guys goes, You got a beautiful dick. You got any cum in them balls? And then that was one soundbite that was really funny. The other one was um, uh, this chick would have a, she had a, a fake badge. And so she would try to bust John's like, you know, in prostitution things to give them money. She would basically say, give me money or I'll, you know, arrest you. Ooh. And, Ooh. and she wasn't a cop. She wasn't a cop. She was just a, a drug addict. And the first guy goes, how do I know you're not a cop? You're going to bust out a titty or something? And to this day, it's one of the funniest fucking things. So th- those two lines of like, I, that's remember, good. I saw that shit years ago. That reminds but I, I knew not to do drugs after watching it. That, it, was, it worked. That reminds me of uh, the Beastie Boys song on Check Your Head. In the beginning, a guy goes, if I knew it was going to be that kind of party, I'd have stuck my dick in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> that's like, uh, those are classic lines. Yeah. How do I know you're not a cop? You going to pull a titty out? Yeah. Titty out. Titty out. Duh, duh, yeah. Titty out. Yeah, dude. And that's why an old, old no, documentary. Why has no one sampled that? I don't know. I like. I did a Google search to see if anybody, because me and my buddy bring, every time I see my buddy, we bring it up constantly. Like, it's just... It, you know, you got a beautiful dick. You got any cum in them balls? We'll say that <laughs> shit to each other all the time. It's fucking funny. But it's just like, I don't, it's, it's, it's weird. I don't see it anywhere. I would think that that would come up. It's a very depressing documentary. Like, it's all about, like, life on the street and how they get money for drugs. And, you know, those are two of the ways they get money is pretending to be a prostitute or pretending to be a cop. Why don't then, you ever hear the story of... Someone's so determined to start a business and they just were like a couple grand off. So they went and just jerked off and sucked off, you know, like 38 cocks, you know, over the course of three weeks. Like, why can't you? That would be a good movie, My though. brother, um, he used to be addicted to heroin okay. and he had a $300 habit a day. Um, $300 a day is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It is a lot so money. And could you imagine if he used junkie powers but didn't have... Right, the the dope sickness, and just save up the money. Right. You know that would be absolutely amazing. Um, it's we are the placebo. The only reason placebos work, you know what placebo yeah, is, right? Yeah. It's just a sugar pill, and right. the reason it works isn't because sugar is good for us or bad for us. It's because when you believe 
that's what makes the things actually work. Now, there are chemical reactions that will work if you don't believe in them, and they'll work even better if you do believe in them. And if you're powerful enough, you don't need that. Right. And as a, as a, a species, as a, a form of consciousness and the level of consciousness, we're getting there. We're growing there. We're evolving. And you know, we, we will be there eventually if we stop following lies and quit listening to the ego mm. and surf. That's why I do psychedelics. And, that shit breaks down well, the ego. Well, no. So everybody in a controlled environment um, should try hallucinogenics. I don't think everybody. Well, but there, there's I think certain, it's a good idea certain, if a lot of people try it. There's <laughs> certain you know people that have mental conditions right. that shouldn't have anything. Right. Um, so yeah, don't don't do acid if you're schizophrenic. Yeah. Um, don't do acid. Don't do any hallucinogenic. If, don't do it too much. Well, no, that's the thing. <laughs> like it's what's a year. You can't do it after something traumatic. Right. Um, and if you do it after something traumatic, you have to have a shaman, a guide, someone who's actually or who's done this. Take a little bit of Molly. Well, you know, in, in Europe, they completely, they're completely using Molly for couples therapy. Half for no, I meant like take the Molly and the acid and then it'll, it just so makes you feel better. I haven't done ecstasy since it was called ecstasy. Mm-hmm. You know, so well, I haven't Molly's, technic- you know, Molly's different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I haven't, I haven't done Molly. Right. Um, but when you did ecstasy and acid, mm. it was called candy flipping. Well, and I never have candy flipped. I one at a time. I've done I've done mushrooms in Molly, which is called hippie flipping. I don't know if it's probably the same similar, but I've only just tried acid with Molly. And it was because I didn't think the acid was going to work. So I did just like a little fun dip of Molly and that shit just gave me like crazy energy. And I just had a blast. I was that's when I was running around on that bicycle, like just like a madman had my shirt off and everything like I was wearing my wife's shirt at one point and she doesn't do any of that stuff. So she's just like, so you're allowing me so to be an idiot. You're at a festival. Mm-hmm. Children don't do drugs anymore. Or Alleged, I mean, may, I may or may not have been on drugs. I don't know. There may have been a man yeah. in a chicken suit. Maybe. I don't know. I don't Maybe. know. But look, I'm you were at that. an event where everybody's same energy was guiding towards right. that, that same direction. You were not doing drugs at a party. You weren't dropping acid at, at a, a kegger. Right. You weren't taking mushrooms in the backseat of your car. Right. You know, it's, it's, it, that's what hallucinogenics are. And you do them a couple of times in controlled environments with people who can guide you. You have to have a guide. I did eat one mushroom cap before this interview. That's oh, full good. Full disclosure. That's good. Microdose. Is that why you're melting? Is it, am I melting? I didn't think Am I was I? nothing. Am I? I didn't think that was noticeable. <laughs> no, I don't even think I'm feeling it. I think it just allowed me to feel like it, when I take just one little tiny. Oh, shit. I was just fucking with that. Um, when I take just one little tiny cap, it just all it does is it just makes you uh, energetic. Really, it doesn't really do shit to you. No, uh, mushrooms are not like LSD. <laughs> um, you barely ever hear this story. I took too many mushrooms and I permanently think I'm an orange, you know, but you totally hear that for LSD, you know? Yeah, I could see like going crazy on LSD because the first time I did it, I like started to lose it a little bit towards the end. But, um, yeah, luckily I had, uh, friends to help me and shit, but yeah, I could see where, why it could go that way. You know, if you're not that, if you're not easily and you know, you're not going to have that on ecstasy, Molly. You know, you want to be on the podcast, but you want to be on the podcast too. See, we've got a kitty on this podcast, and the pit bulls are just like, "Hey, we want our fifteen minutes of fame." I know they want to be on the podcast too. They huh. do. They're good dogs, though, huh? They are very good dogs. <laughs> um, pit bulls are like what's a good way to describe this? 
not everyone should own a pit bull in the same way that not everyone should own a 357. Right. You know, uh, let, let's 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 get a little deep here. Um, our enemies, foreign and abroad, fear us because of our military might and our weaponry. The Japanese and the Germans refuse to attack us, uh, mainland America, because of our massive gun ownership with zero registry. They didn't know where they were. When the Nazis went into Poland, they went to the government, found the paperwork, found out every registered gun because it was law, went and murdered the men of the family and took the women and children. So the... Why did we get talking about guns here for a moment? This weed really just kicked in. Or your mushrooms just kicked in and me. <laughs> we were talking about, fuck, we were talking about the dogs and the pit bulls. You said, oh, oh not everybody should own, yeah, yeah, you should, yeah, not yeah. everybody should own guns. Like that. Yeah, okay. so I'm a firm believer that you should have guns. Right. Uh, I've never, I don't carry my gun. Right. Uh, I have guns in my house uh, to protect myself. If you break into my house, I'm going to grab my dogs and my gun and I'm going to leave. And if you corner me when I'm leaving... Um, I'm not going out like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. You're not striking me down to make me more powerful to ultimately make Luke freak the fork out and just ruin everything. You know, so I'm going to, I love you. You were all God. We're all the universe. We're all of the same light, but you know, there's darkness and you're right. casting it. And so I'm going to take you out. But I have, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in gun rights. Uh, I'm a firm believer in, I haven't been in a fist fight since elementary school. Uh, I have never had to brandish my firearm ever. But it's there in case I ever need to protect myself. Right. Um, and so I don't own a 357 because it's too much gun for me. I can, I've fired them. I understand how they work. I can clean them. I can, you know, that's not the hard part, but it's too much gun for me. Right. I don't own a 357. I have a 9, a 380, and a 10 gauge. You know, all legal, all registered because we're grown adults here. Right. Um, and, uh, I believe that people can't handle pit bulls. Some people can't handle rots. You know, like there's different dogs, different strokes for different folks. Um, and so pit bulls get this horrible, horrible rap because the people want that Desert Eagle 45. They right. want that 357 like Dirty Harry had. And then they do stupid things with them. And it's, it's, it's horrible. You know, they, they were called nanny dogs. They used to watch your, your kids while you're farming or pull your plow if you needed them to help pull the plow. They're not human aggressive or animal aggressive right. because they had to take care of living things. The reason they protect young things is because they were bred to do that for their children. Um, and they have a lot of energy. And the only way you can truly get a pit to fight is only give it love when it mauls something. So all it's trying mm, to do is get right. love. Look what humans do for love to ourselves, to the planet, to just the universe, to everything. We're all on this crazy trip together. Pits, dogs, look, dogs are, they're uh, not living in our consciousness. You know, they don't, they're not going to just wake up one day and develop flight. Right. You know, but they're, there's this amazing thing. I joke that in English, there's a reason God and dog are the same letters. Right. You know, and it, it's just because they're, in the way surfing has made me better, my dogs made me a better human. Right. Like, nice, way better human. Like, uh, it's, I can't, well, it, it, you can't describe it, it. I can't describe it yet like I can describe what surfing does for me. But I, I know anyone who bonds with a dog knows exactly what I'm talking right. about. And it doesn't need description. But, I, but I'd love to get a description because the, I think the description I have uh, of surfing is an amazing thing. I've blown people's minds to that. Like old surfers, like, yeah, and people have never surfed. Like, oh, I, 
I need to try this. Right. Like I need to d- dissolve the ego. Like I, no one ever told me it dissolves the ego and that's why you do it. Cause you know, I remember catching the first wave. It was amazing. Catching second wave was amazing. But I remember the first time I rode one all the way into the shore, jumped off and it was like knee deep. I mean, just rode it the entire way. I, I grew up like a rock star, basically parented myself. My mom had to work because my dad wasn't there. Um, so I, it wasn't by choice. It just, you know, I was a latchkey kid. And um, I grew up and I did silly things and I didn't learn, I didn't listen. But most importantly, I didn't have anyone above me to mentor me or teach me the things that the DNA was given to me, you know, what was in my DNA. And so it took me a long time to figure that thing out. And I'm, I'm still, you know, trying to figure out what, what that trip is. But all of the silly things that happened in my life, they all went away. You were surfing? When I rode, the first right. time I rode one in all the way, they went all the, I mean, we're not talking like I forgot about them. We're, we're talking that they had to happen. Right. They had to happen so I could be there to feel that, to let go of it, to realize that it never happened because the moment is over and that's all we have is a stack of moments. Right. And it helped me let go. And so ever since that ride, I mean, I, I was addicted, I mean, just catching the wave and going on it. But when I fully got into a wave, you know, dropped in, rode it in and kept riding and kept riding and it was turning and it was amazing. And that feeling is exactly the same every single time. It's actual, true, pure bliss. It can't get any better, or any worse. It's everything. So how have you translated that to Swell Surf Company? That energy comes out in my art. Mm. Um, or do you do all the designs? Um, I do all my designs. Um, I do license parts of my designs to add them to other designs that I've done. Um, I, I believe that synergy is the greatest energy. You know, science showed us that you could take two two pieces of energy, whatever they are, it's arbitrary. And they each have a value or a frequency. And if you took those two values or frequencies and put them together, you would have, you know, obviously if this is worth eight and this is worth eight of whatever the heck it is we're measuring, because we're scientists here, we've got 16 of these, these measurement units. But then they discovered you could take this thing that had this value of eight and this other thing of value that has eight and has a value of 300. And it's synergy because it's like a chemical reaction. Well, that's what a chemical reaction is, just a a really, really good one. So I don't want to create all the art for this, you know? And and I'm not going to just buy art, license art, and put it on a a T-shirt or a sweatshirt or whatever it is we're doing doing in the media. But your energy and my energy can create an energy even bigger than the potential of either of our outputs ever could have been. Um, so I'm, I'm very collaborative in the things that I do. Um, but I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it just depends on the series. You know, there's series that are a hundred percent me. There's series where, Ooh, I really like the face on that. I'm going to license the face on that and right. then take that face and put it into some, you know, something major. Cause yeah, I could sit there and clone that face, but right now I got this energy. I feel it. I can pay you a licensing fee because you 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 helped me, you synergized me to create a bigger idea inside of me. Hell, you should make some money. Right. Look, I'm a capitalist pig. I love money. Money is power, and I am good, and I can do good even better with money. Right. That's why I was an EMT. I, I went for the 
the low pay all ideal job and blew out my back. I mean, I saved tons of people, delivered tons of babies, learned so much. I mean, I amazing. But if I would have had money in my ideals, this world would be completely different in a way that, in a grander in a grander scheme, it money creates synergy. Uh, power creates synergy. Whatever the power is and whatever you're, you're doing, and it's not like because it's cash. One of the first forms of currency were teeth, because right. we all had teeth. Right. And if you got teeth out of it, either means you beat the shit out of someone, or you took it out of yourself. And if you're going to take it out of yourself, that that's like the gold standard. Right. That's a that's a value. So whatever it is that creates power in your society or your time. Having that and wielding that properly isn't evil unless what you do with it is evil. Right. You can't do shit with ideals except yeah. look like a raving hippie. Yeah, I love hippies. Nothing wrong with hippies. I'm, I, I, to, I, I say it all the time. I'm, par, I'm a part-time hippie. So. I'm, a, I'm a deadhead. I just went and saw Dead and Company. I see Dead. I'm a part-time hippie. I'll dabble in that, but mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta be. You know, I, I like to go between the world. Hey, when fit- I was in high school, I was like, I like hung out with everybody, so I kind of like to think yeah. that. that and that's how I like to live my life. I just kind of hang out with everybody whenever you, you know. You got like, to. I have different interests and shit. Um, but I think we're, that's kind of a good place to start wrapping it up. Do you want to talk about anything else as far as Swell Surf Company goes? That yeah, you so uh, Swell yeah. Surf Company, 100% made in the U.S. Um, I got into this thinking that I wasn't going to have any profit margin and that it was going to be very hard. And I learned that it is very hard and I don't have really any profit margin. This is something I'm doing because I believe in it, something I'm doing because I, I want to give back like we covered earlier. Um, I feel that my energy has been blessed by what surfing has done, and I want to share that back with the surfing community and with the community that hasn't surfed yet. And so I'm local, and uh, we've got a, a saying here at Swell Surf Company, and it's surfing is global, but Swell Surf Company is local. And when we branch out into the European markets and, you know, and, you know, down into South America, when we get into the other markets, we will actually have our products manufactured there because wherever your product is being sold, that money needs to stay in that area. You know, I, that's cool. I went to public school. I missed the whole economy thing. And then I went out of the real world and I saw the economy and it's not complicated. You don't have to Google it. If you put money around you locally in the good businesses, they will pay living wages and turn hire you. And it just, it, the money stays inside the cycle. You know, I love buying off the internet, but I like buying off the internet from local people. You go on those websites, offer up Craigslist, Etsy. find someone local. I've never bought anything on Etsy. No. There's so much Chinese knockoff on Etsy. I bought something from like Russia, from like, it took forever to get there, but it was worth it. It was a dope shirt. In Russia, insane. you're just lucky to get your mail. Do not complain. You are on the list. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that shit. Fuck, I'm probably on some registry uh, now. They're listening. I'm kind of disappointed, though, as we're wrapping up, that we didn't get uh, either the crazy neighbor person yelling woo or uh, yeah. whatever. So the town I live in, 
is a small beach town and it used to be the whole area was funded by lumber in the 90s the lumber industry changed courses and so uh, the money dried up out here overnight and a lot of people stayed so there's a couple generations of disenfranchised out here that don't realize they can get on a bus and go make a good living needless to say they are drowning their sorrows and escaping their reality in drugs so there's a lot of math addicts there are everywhere but out here we have some some very unique ones and we have one that rides around on a bike going whoop whoop and uh, <laughs> I thought it's we were going to get to record it. That's I like... was hoping we were going to get to record it, wow. um, but but that didn't happen. Oh, wanted to touch on one quick thing. Yeah, uh, we were talking about God in the universe. Mm-hmm. There's no guy with a beard, okay, unless you want there to be a guy with a beard. I think that's very short sighted. Consciousness is all connected. It's, it's all connected. It's all of the same thing. So don't worship the assistant manager. Don't get caught up in saints. Don't get caught up in deities. Don't get caught up in the million Hindu gods. Use that as a springboard to talk to that frequency that's, that's always there. Um, no religion is right because it's all man's interpretation and there's a limitation on religion. And that limitation is, is if you have a new understanding and try to update it, it's blasphemous. Do you think it's blasphemous that we have uh, Android 9.0? <laughs> Do you really want to be on Android 1.0? And I'm not trying to you know, right. simplify the universe and right. God and religion and compare it to an operating system, but it's a Sometimes fucking operating it's yeah. a fucking operating system. I feel like Dr. Evil right now, sorry. Mm, uh, my cat has hair, though. You, can't, you guys can't see this, but uh, he's completely gone Dr. Evil, sitting at the table, <laughs> petting his evil kitty cat. Meow. So, yeah. Um, well, I think that's very insightful. I mean... Um, I, I'm not super religious, but I, I went to a friend's baptism recently because it was important to them and they asked me to go. And so I showed up and was respectful and we, you know, I'm not going to not go to something like that, but look, it's a ritual. All it is is a ritual. The shockers, you're familiar with shockers, right? Yeah. Somewhat a little bit. I mean, I, it's like I said, I dabble in hippie stuff. They're a ritual. And so, yeah, if you stand up straight, your antenna works better and you just, you're healthier and everything is more consistent. Um, but your chakras don't exist. Your spine doesn't exist. Nothing exists. It's nothing touches. It's all science has shown us that everything is just basically a hologram. Right. You know, it's not a useless illusion, a useless hologram. We're just bags of it's, meat. It's, well, we're not even bags of meat because there's nothing actually, there's nothing actually touching at all. So we're, we are representations of bags of meat. Sorry, your dog's super cute. My dog is super cute, and she's like, don't leave me out of the end of this, this podcast. She really did. She just jumped up like she was like, hey, She did. Hey, are assholes. you guys recording this? Is assholes. this on GoPro? Can Why? you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> Testing. Does this work over here? Oh, uh, uh, we can only decode funny. dogs. Yeah, so um, don't be offended, whoever's listening to this. If I said the word God, uh, there is no your God. There is no my God. There is only one love well no that's why i was asking just because i thought it was a good little i grew up i grew up i grew up catholic that's where i learned to talk to god first and then i got really offended by the things that i read and didn't understand then got into buddhism for years and then i got a to the i got really deep into that and found just as much idiocracy and then um in my later years in life i just i learned things that um those were the springboard to get me there sweet you know? All right, well, let's end on where can people buy your stuff or when is it coming out? What's the website? So, swellsurfcompany.com. Uh, by the time this airs, uh, we will be live and ready to go. 
Uh, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. But most importantly, check us out at your local beach. Uh, we're starting to put up surf reports uh, for all the great surf spots. So if you want to go to the website and uh, send an email with wherever your favorite surf spot is, we will code the surf report in there. So uh, you can go to one website, find the dopest gear, because I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Swell Surf Company is that epic surfwear for your epic style and uh yeah hopefully you like what we're doing and um looking forward to uh, this venture looking forward to come back to this podcast in a year uh and the company has just grown exponentially the people are in love with it created a great synergy and i also want to see this podcast in a year i mean we're up there i mean joe rogan style you know what i mean because <laughs> we're just um, not this is we're not professional at all no just, yeah. but no but see that's the thing about it that's why this is so in important like it, it joe rogan's the man and he bet he, he i don't want to be kicked by him i've seen his kicks but like you know what that's what he does he's a professional right. you know the man show like all the stuff that he's he does the ufc that's what he does right, right? i mean i purchased these and you thought i, I made them so that's no the, that's seriously the quality that, that that's the quality of it but no it's <laughs> i have it's, decent mics it's though. digital wow. it's portable but most importantly it's real right. and it's and it's raw right the pitbull loves it yeah the cat loves it i know so if pitbulls and cats love it, that means I think that's the way to get more followers too. Just that is put pictures of pitbulls and shit. I know, I see you, I see you. All right, well, I think well, thank think you. We're for, gonna wrap up. It was fun, thank, man. It was Thanks awesome, man. Yeah, thank you for having me we're on the show. I uh, wish you the best of luck with this venture, and uh, I'm gonna be listening out for Choice Nugs as well. Yeah. I gotta say, uh, shout out to your artists. I know. I um, I have to. Put, I'm gonna put the their info up on the page. I can't remember. They're it's through that company Fiverr, and so I don't know if it's their actual name or their artists, username. developers, yeah. programmers. I mean, anyone who needs any sort of artistic design, Fiverr, Fiverr is an amazing shit, yeah. thing. They're not a paid sponsor. Um, I, they're not a paid sponsor at all. None of the people that we've been talking about are a paid sponsor. Um, I didn't pay them shit. Uh, my company costs a lot of money. I need to get yeah. out of the, everything it's I spent. Yeah, it's, yeah. You so can find a lot of good, every, good shit for cheap, good yeah. artists and shit. Yeah, yeah, and so Fiverr's amazing. Um, now I'm a local guy, so when you go to Fiverr, you're gonna find a lot of people in other countries that that are that will you know bid on your work as well. And the whole idea is you can get almost anything done design wise, starting as low as five bucks. But if you set your parameters on Fiverr, you can find local people, like very local people. And it's about keeping your money local. And if you want to make your economy local, don't jump into somebody else's economy economy make your economy good and then everyone kicks butt and then we can travel everywhere and everyone's happy and no one goes without yeah and clean up your beach you, beaches you savage clean up assholes. your beaches <laughs> man you can't have no dirty beaches man all right peace out peace all right y'all um thanks again for tuning in to this episode of the show um once again check us out on itbittypodcast.com that's the best place to check out all the shows um, we're also available on Apple, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, um, pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts. So check us out, download, review, and subscribe. Um, and then if you go pop on social media, we're all over social media at Itty Bitty Pcast on Twitter and Itty Bitty Podcast on Instagram. So check that out. Check out the Facebook page. Um, and we'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>